It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Welcome back to the, uh, you know, to the to the show that we're doing right now. Following the local teams, breaking down the biggest games with in-depth analysis and team interviews. There's going to be much higher expectations, sense of awareness of what uh, we bring to the table. Join the show by calling into 435-752-1069 or text 435-339-0321. It's the Full Court Press. Gross, Anson, yes! Touchdown, we did it! Good e- afternoon. It's not evening yet. It's afternoon still. Oh, I'm getting all mixed up. Good happy weekend to you. We made it. It's here. And uh, for a lot of people, it's a long weekend, right? Labor Day coming up on Monday. I get it. Not everybody gets that day off. For some, that's a very busy day. But uh, most people do get the day off. And I hope you've got plans to go do something fun. Um, but uh, it's a very busy weekend. College football underway. Now, we for us and for a lot of college football folks, it uh, has been underway now for a little while. But... Uh, a lot of other games, really, and other teams getting underway for their first time this weekend. Uh, really, and it started last night. There were some Mountain West Conference teams in action last night. Uh, we'll go through through those games. Uh, some kind of surprises, maybe a little bit. Although maybe it shouldn't be a total surprise, the way some of those games turned out. Uh, who else is playing this weekend in the Mountain West Conference? Uh, some more of your reactions to... Uh, as you've had now a full day to kind of let it sink in that Donovan Mitchell is no longer going to be in a Jazz uniform, and uh, what the what the future looks like for this franchise. Continue to look at that. Uh, some final thoughts before Utah State takes on Alabama uh, tomorrow afternoon on the SEC Network, and uh, some interesting things going on in high school sports as well. Run down the uh, high school football schedule for the evening. Who's playing where, how you can follow along. And uh, some RPI numbers are released for the first time this season. And I'll talk, we'll go through some of the sports there that are involved. But clearly one of the big stories of the day today to lead things off is the announcement that the college football playoff will be expanding to 12 teams. Many of us have been clamoring for this. There are playoffs in so many other levels, in so many other sports. College football just stands alone in not having a playoff. They acquiesced a few years ago and made uh, four teams involved in a playoff, but we know there's always somebody who gets left out, and there's opportunities for better teams to have opportunities to play to really test themselves and see what they're all about. So uh, when this new expansion gets implemented, it's still a little bit iffy, but there is a strong chance uh, and there is strong encouragement that it could be implemented as soon as 2024. Uh, now, it's it could happen more likely in 2026, but there is some uh, uh, some movement to try to get things going on uh, at uh, 20, uh, as early as 2024 uh, with this 12-team model. So it would include the six highest-ranked conference champions, six at-large teams. So uh, kind of interesting the way that would play out. You know, last year, if you look at if we were to apply uh, this, this uh, future model to where things were this last year, a Mountain West school would 
would have missed out, would not have been able to participate. But there would have been years in the past where there would be schools from the Mountain West Conference uh, participating in a 12-team playoff. So the four highest-ranked conference champions will be seeded one through four, and they'll get a first-round bye. Uh, Teams five through 12 play each other in the first round on either the second or third weekend of December. Quarterfinals and semifinals will be played in bowl games on a rotating basis, so you still preserve the bowl uh, season, and the championship game will be at a neutral site as under the current four-team format, the way that it's currently going right now. So um, this was a, a model that was that uh, Mountain West Conference Commissioner Craig Thompson had a hand in in uh, putting together and was discussed for quite some time and then finally adopted and agreed upon. And uh, now it's uh, it looks like it's going to roll out. So uh, kind of exciting to see this finally start to take place uh, with this expanded playoff. And I, I guess I'll throw that out there with you, or to you, our listeners. Is Are, are you excited about an expanded playoff? Does it make sense to do it this way, the way that they're being proposed? Or do you like the bowl season as it is and as the way that the current college football uh, playoff system is currently run? 435-339-0321 if you want to chime in and uh, and let us know what's uh, what's on your mind. Uh, 6294 texting in. Do you guys know why on the Tune radio app it's playing music instead of the full court press? It's been doing that for a few days. Um, I don't know. I know that they're, it, it depends on which app you're you're using. Uh, if you're using TuneIn, I know there have been some issues there uh, that we've discovered with a number of our radio stations here down at the Cash Valley Media Group, and we've been trying to chase some of those and get those fixed. Some of them have been addressed uh, there's a few others that are still kind of wonky, and the folks that tune in have, have not really done what we've asked them to do. So uh, if that's happening with the full court press, we'll continue to chase that and get that fixed. So, yeah, we apologize that that's taking place. The best way to do that is just to go on our on our own app, 106.9 The Fan, and stream us there or just from our uh, website, 106.9thefan.com. But uh, we want to make sure we're, we are ubiquitous, that you're able to find us wherever you try to find us. So uh, I, we're aware that there have been some weird issues with TuneIn. So sorry about that, that it's been weird. But we are aware, and we're trying to chase the issue and chase the problem. So give us a few more days. Hopefully by uh, early next week we get that uh, fixed if the folks at TuneIn will cooperate with us. So appreciate the heads up. Uh, but this college football playoff, going to 12 teams, um, now it might still take a while if they're trying to get it into place by 2024 or even 2025, mostly because you already have you know certain media rights attached to certain bowl games and conferences have certain attachments to certain bowl games, and that could change some of that with an expanded playoff. Um, so these the venues that are going to be used, uh, you know, television contracts, so hotels and sponsors. So there are a lot of things here still to work out and fine-tune. They'll get this implemented sooner rather than later. But certainly what we have seen over these last, gosh, uh, last year of college uh, athletics, especially as uh, football is the driving factor in all this, is that it's driven by greed. 
cold, hard cash. And I believe that's what ultimately moved the needle here on an expanded format for the uh, college football playoffs, that uh, if you don't expand, you're leaving money on the table. And there are opportunities here to heighten and expand uh, how a champion is crowned for college football. And so ultimately, powers that be come together and made it work. And I guess one of the side notes here is that this plan really could have been agreed upon as early as a year ago, but there were some hurt feelings and big-time egos over the uh, uh, Oklahoma and, and Texas uh, departures and uh, how that affected the college football landscape against uh, among power brokers. And so a lot of things got stalled there. And then uh, just the way things have been going over the last <laughs> several months uh, is uh, put a lot of this on hold. But finally they came together and said, look, we, we got to figure this out. Let's come to, uh, to terms here and make something happen. Uh, Pac-12 apparently you know, releasing a statement saying Pac-12 is strongly in favor of CFP expansion and welcomes the decision of the CFP board. Well, of course they're in favor of expansion. It's a, it's a better opportunity for them to get involved because they've been, uh, you know, they haven't participated very much in the current system, the current platform. And so this gives them greater access to participate in that, bigger TV revenues, bowl revenues. So absolutely they're in favor of it. Uh, they say, we look forward to working with our fellow conferences to finalize the important elements of an expanded CFP in order to launch as soon as practicable. So, yeah, of course they are. Now, last year, uh, it would have been Cincinnati, which would have represented kind of the group of five. In fact, they would have received a first-round bye the type of season that they had. Um, and I know there was a bit of a sticking point about automatic qualifiers and things like this rather than just taking the top 12 teams. But uh, I think that is still a bit of an issue. Uh, that could roll out most years. It's not that big of an issue, but there could be a year like we had in the Fiesta Bowl several years ago when, uh, wasn't it uh, Pittsburgh, was the highest rated uh, uh, out of the ACC, but they were only ranked 23rd in the country, but yet they got BCS money, uh, and uh, Utah went to the Fiesta Bowl and beat them instead of uh, if... You take just the top 12 teams, you may have uh, a, a number of SEC teams that are there. Uh, you may have a number of uh, Big Ten teams as well. And there's a chance that a, a, a group of five Mountain West school could get left out. It's, it's hard to get in the top 12 if you're not in the, the power uh, power conference kind of uh, brotherhood. But uh, at least this new system does provide a little bit more access, and I'm encouraged by the fact that Craig Thompson was among those who who crafted this proposal that was uh, accepted and agreed upon, which I believe does give opportunity and access for group of five schools uh, like Utah State to have a great year and have an opportunity to do that and get involved with that. So um, anyway, that's... Kind of the latest happening just this afternoon, uh, there were 11 school presidents and chancellors who agreed upon this. Again, a 12-team model, six highest-ranked conference champions, and then this, and then there will be six 
at-large teams. So, um, so that would include your your Power Five programs, Power Five conferences plus one from the uh, group of five, and then you have your six at-large teams. So, you know, if uh, say a Cincinnati something like that happens again, and they're the highest ranked group of five school. Is there there's still an opportunity for another group of five school to get in? Now, not as probable, uh, or excuse me, not as likely, <laughs> but um, but there's still a, a path that multiple G five schools could participate in this new expanded college football playoff. Uh, your thoughts, your reactions to it, uh, as uh, what kind of path that provides for a school like Mountain West. Uh, schools like Utah State, Boise State, San Diego State, Fresno State uh, to get there. Uh, love to get your thoughts on it. 435-339-0321. And speaking of Mountain West Conference schools, it was an interesting day uh, last night as uh, there were a couple of conference teams in action uh, last night. Uh, as we know, there were five schools who played in Week 0 uh, but then there were a couple of schools that got things going last night. There were a couple of games going, some real doozies uh, uh, last night. But um, one of them, closer than it probably should have been, was San Jose State hosting Portland State. And San Jose uh, trailed early in this one. Eventually, they go up at halftime. Portland State keeps it interesting. And the uh, Spartans end up winning 21-17 to in their home opener. Uh, it certainly reminds me a lot of that uh, Southern Utah opener against Utah State a few years back uh, and where USU should have jumped out and had a commanding lead. That really came down to a, a big punt return to make the difference for Utah State to get that victory late, late in the fourth quarter. Uh, also, another game in the Mountain West Conference last night, Fresno State in their home opener, uh, similarly taking on a lower division school hosting Cal Poly. And Fresno State just jumped out early, 21 first quarter points. Uh, they add a few more in the second half to win 35 to seven. But uh, Jake Hayner, uh, 36 of 42, man, slinging the ball all over the place for 377 yards and two touchdowns. So a uh, big passing game by Hayner. I think we're going to see a lot of that as the season goes on. Um, but. Uh, yeah, interesting to get things started for the Mountain West. Uh, also coming up, but just as a note, Mountain West Conference, uh, we do these uh, this week in the Mountain West programs. It's about a 30-minute program that we are going to air on Friday afternoons here on The Fan. And it's a, re- a recap of the weekend that was. That's a, a look ahead to the weekend coming up. Usually there's some interviews with coaches, um, and it's a it's a good highlight for uh, what's going on around the Mountain West Conference. We'll, we'll do what we can to continue to highlight as well and point out games that we think are of interesting uh, note on the schedule. But uh, this week in the Mountain West will become part of our Friday afternoon uh, show lineup here on the Full Court Press starting today and continuing through really early December when that uh, uh, leading up to the conference championship game and then looking ahead to the bowl season for the Mountain West. But uh, you're going to hear that every Friday afternoon here on The Fan for the next uh, really several months 
here. The Mountain West Conference produces that. They do a nice job, and that'll be part of our program lineup coming up uh, later on in our show today. But uh, last night, San Jose State and Fresno State in action, and a couple other teams get an early uh, start tomorrow. Colorado State at Michigan, 10 a.m. kickoff on ABC. Big-time national broadcast for new head coach Jay Norvell and the Rams, which uh, Rams had a uh, a competitive roster, but bad coaching last year. Uh, what difference will that make with a new head coach? A number of Nevada transfers coming over to Fort Collins. So real good first look for them. Michigan, there's a lot of debate about who their starting quarterback's going to be, but uh, the Wolverines are still a 30-and-a-half-point favorite in this one tomorrow. But 10 a.m. on ABC – uh, Air Force in action, hosting Northern Iowa. That's at 11 a.m. in uh, Colorado Springs at the Air Force Academy. San Diego State on CBS in a national broadcast. This will be on CBS, hosting Arizona as uh, the uh, Aztecs open up their new Snapdragon Stadium. And I've seen a couple things about that new stadium. It's It's beautiful. Looks awesome. Opportunities to expand it and uh, to do other things in that area around the stadium. So it's a really cool um, kind of future growth of San Diego State, and they get to put it all on display at 1.30 tomorrow afternoon on CBS, so a national broadcast. San Diego State is favored by 6.5 in this one. Uh, Interesting to see what the Aztecs look like this year after a number of those Great players from a year ago. It was a top 25 team that went to the conference championship game. Some of those guys have left. So uh, what do they look like this year? I still expect them to be a pretty competitive team, but they open up against Arizona uh, Saturday afternoon on a national broadcast. Uh, Wyoming hosting Tulsa. That'll be 130 on FS1. Tulsa is actually favored in this one by 6.5. So this game at, uh, at Laramie. 1.30 1.30 on FS1. Nevada is hosting Texas State, 3.30 in the afternoon. No national broadcast there. Uh, and then into the later games, Utah State leads things off at 5.30 on the SEC Network at number one Alabama. We'll have the KVNU game day coverage uh, starting at 4 o'clock on KVNU. It also simulcast here on the fan with Al Lewis, Craig Hislop. You'll hear some stuff from myself as uh, Utah State gets ready to take on Alabama. And then the game starts at 5.30 on the SEC Network. And then as soon as it's done, uh, put your radio back on or fire up your Alexa or the uh, your mobile app and uh, tune in because we're going to have Ryan Bohm on with us who played at Alabama as a player. He's been there as a fan. We're also going to hear uh, live reactions from the scene from Kyle Van Leeuwen not Kyle, he's the player, his older brothers, Travis and Zach, uh, they'll be hopping on to join uh, join the program right after the game is over to share their observations. And uh, always uh, your your uh, phone calls and your reactions will be part of that program as well. But uh, anyway, that pregame coverage starts at 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon. Other Mountain West Conference teams in action this weekend, New Mexico hosting Maine, 6 o'clock. Uh, in Albuquerque, no national broadcast there. Boise State's at Oregon State. Going to Corvallis, 8.30 kickoff on ESPN. Oregon State favored by 2.5. Interesting uh, matchup here. Oregon State, after 
they kind of turned some things around, got to the LA Live Bowl, faced the Aggies, had a, you know, for them, a disappointing loss. But uh, Boise State had a disappointing season by their standards a year ago. So uh, are the Beavers kind of rebounding and rebuilding? And the same question kind of applies to Boise State. So interesting early look for both programs, 8.30 on ESPN tomorrow night. And then the late one, Hawaii, hosting Western Kentucky. No national broadcast there, but that's a 10 o'clock kickoff mountain time. And uh, Western Kentucky favored by 16 points. Uh, in uh, in Hawaii on Saturday. So interesting rundown of, of teams, some teams playing some lower division, uh, lower level conference opponents, some definitely playing up, uh, and uh, an interesting mix of national broadcasts for a number of Mountain West schools. So we'll see what, what the Mountain West can do to uh, kind of get on the map early on and uh, show out for itself as a conference and uh, it could be very interesting and, I believe, a pretty wide-open race in the Mountain West Conference this upcoming season. All right, a quick timeout here on the Full Court Press. Love to hear from you, your thoughts about uh, the games last night in college football, the new expanded college football playoff, which has been adopted, what that might mean for the Mountain West Conference or specific schools in the conference, uh, and then also get into the Region 11 and local high school football schedule for this evening. And uh, other games of note to watch out for throughout the weekend. So stick around. There's a lot more to come here on the Full Court Press. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Boys and Girls Club of Northern Utah invites you to form a team and play in their second annual scramble for the Structured Golf Tournament. It's set for October 3rd, 10 a.m. at the Logan Golf and Country Club. The $1,000 foursome fee includes golf, cart, and prime rib lunch after. All proceeds go towards creating a new Boys and Girls Club structure in Cache County. Contact the club in Brigham City or call Jenny Schultz at 435-723-6224. That's the Boys and Girls Club Scramble for the Structure Golf Tournament, October 3rd. This is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. We are humbled by and grateful for the tremendous support we have been shown since opening our doors nearly two years ago. So we just want to say thank you. On behalf of everyone at White Pine, first and foremost, thank you for allowing us the honor and privilege of serving you and caring for your loved ones. Additionally, thank you for voting White Pine the best mortuary in Cache Valley in both 2021 and 2022. White Pine Funeral Services, here when you need us most. Whew, having enough money can be a challenge these days. So let's fix that. Raise your possibilities with Elevate Credit Union. Start by opening an account, then move your loans to Elevate. Elevate Credit Union's low rates means lower payments. Elevate can help you consolidate your debt, and there are no payments for 60 days. Apply online, over the phone, or visit a branch. Visit ElevateCU.com. That's ElevateCU.com. DD Auto and Salvage is going to pay you the most for junk vehicles. You can get rid of your junk vehicles today. DD Auto and Salvage makes it so easy and fast to get rid of your junker vehicles by paying you the most money possible. Pickup is available. If you have metal, DD Auto and Salvage and Logan wants to pay you today. Call 787 1204. That's 787 1204. Today. See store for details. 
The Young Automotive Group is proud to announce Young Truck and Trailer Center in Cache Valley. Whether it's heavy equipment trailers, horse trailers, race car trailers, or cargo and utility trailers, we're excited to offer some of the finest trailers and flatbed work trucks to Cache Valley. Our team of experts look forward to helping you find the right truck or trailer to fit your needs, with competitive prices offered on every make and model for sale on our lot. With our extensive inventory, you'll find the best deals right here in Cache Valley. Young Truck and Trailer Center, just off Highway 89 in Logan. Think young, drive young. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson with you. Jason Walker on his way to Woods Cross High School. Logan Grizzlies taking on Woods Cross. We'll go through that full schedule a little bit later on here on the Full Court Press and preview kind of what's on the line in the final games before region play. Uh, really big rivalry taking place in Garland tonight. So a lot of interesting matchups uh, throughout our local high school football scene. But um, through the college football, just one more thing about this college football playoff. Um, Bill Hancock was uh, this according to Brett McMurphy. He was asked if players will be compensated in a new 12-team playoff. And here's the quote. The management committee and our board were having significant conversations of providing some benefits to the players. We're doing things for the players now. The question is, what more can be done? So is that going to become more of a thing if you go to a bowl game? Is that part of the a, a bowl uh, package, or does that only relate to the college football playoff? Will that spill over to the NCAA tournament? If you're a tournament team, do the players start to get compensated? Because those are big money events. And players aren't getting paid to be there to participate and help make it a big event. Are we going to start doing that? We're paying them for a lot of other things now. Why not? I mean, at what point does it officially cross the threshold that it's it's semi-pro sports? I mean, it's what it is. It's just the players don't get paid per game. But at what point do we do we officially cross that threshold? Because we're getting really, really close. And I think it really starts to tip the whole thing over for some programs that just, just can't keep up and shouldn't try to keep up. But anyway, college football playoff expanding. Uh, there'll be um, there'll be more games. Um, could be some kind of a revenue sharing component with the players, which could be intriguing. Um, how does that affect New Year's Six bowls? Uh, Bill Hancock said that uh, it, they'll likely rotate among current New Year's Six bowls. Most of us. Quote, uh, he says, most of us feel like it will be the same six bowls. That will depend on their responses to their specifications. But it uh, looks like they're going to try to keep it in its current uh, situation, uh, the way the current bowls are laid out. Uh, uh, by the way, other since we're talking to college football and expansion, uh, you heard that Oregon – Met with uh, the big some Big Ten officials last week. Washington met with officials this week. 
and trying to make their case that they should be uh, added in addition to UCLA and USC. Just lock in that Pacific Northwest and the Pacific uh, time zone. Uh, If that were to happen, if USC, UCLA are already gone, and then Washington and Oregon leave, you know, Utah, Stanford, Cal, the Arizona schools, Colorado, you, know, you, you become the Pac-8. They're not going to – I don't think that they try to – did they try to get back up to 10 and then really go after San Diego State and SMU? Or does you know Utah – or the four corner schools, Utah, Colorado, Arizona State, and Arizona – just say, you know what, Pac-12 just isn't. It's just not going to happen. It's not working. We're going to the Big 12. And if that were to be the case, then the Mountain West would be a player and say, look, any other any other schools left behind from the Pac-12 as it has dissolved, come in with open arms. We will take you. Uh, and you know what? By and large, those institutions really fit well with what the Mountain West is already all about. And that would be a really fun conference. Don't know that it would really work, uh, but uh, there's you know, it's definitely a possibility. There's more movement likely to happen. Uh, 435-339-0321 if you want to weigh in. College football expansion moving up to 12 teams for the college football playoff, and it could be happening as soon as 2024, though uh, it, it's – the, the official vote is to have it happen in 2026, but there's a strong encouragement to try to get this done sooner just so there's not more money left on the table because that's really what it's all about anymore. Um, but, um, yeah, that's kind of the, the latest today, biggest news today happening in the world of sports that this college football playoff is expanding. A couple of Mountain West schools played last night uh, Kind of a surprise, raise your eyebrows uh, uh, performance by San Jose State. Portland State uh, kept that one really close. In fact, they led early. Fresno State got out quickly on Cal Poly and never looked back. And then a number of uh, games this weekend, some of against some very high-profile opponents on national television, others with games that should be competitive. Uh, we'll really get to test the metal of you know, what these teams are made of. And then some some teams playing some lower-level competition. So uh, interesting selection of games. And we'll hear more about it coming up next hour with this week in the Mountain West. Uh, as uh, That will start at about 5.30, and we'll have that every, every Friday afternoon here on The Fan. Uh, another quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. That's uh, a big weekend for high school football. Uh, quick rundown of who's playing where, what the records look like, in the uh, and what's on the line this week with the final Friday before region play gets underway uh, in the state of Utah. So we'll go through those games and uh, what their opponents look like, how you can follow along what these are, what these teams have been doing so far this year. We got the first RPI release of the fall season, and we'll run through that as well. It's coming up on the other side of this quick timeout here on the Full Court Press on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. I'm Matt Neverett. This week in the Mountain West, we'll preview the 2022 season in both the Mountain and West divisions. Can Utah State repeat, or will Boise State bounce back? Can Air Force run their way to the title? 
who will survive the gauntlet that is the West Division, and who could surprise us this season in 2022. It's all this week here on the Mountain West Radio Network. Friday afternoon during the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. For your next anniversary, give her the gift of diamonds from S.E. Needham Jewelers. Diamond jewelry makes a woman feel cherished. She'll also be impressed with your fine taste. Choose from an extensive selection of diamond earrings, diamond pendants, diamond bands, and diamond bracelets. You can expect the best price every day of the year. No need to negotiate because we offer our best price up front with our exclusive Integrity Price Guarantee. Essie Needham's is known for quality jewelry for more than a century. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. This is Ryan at My Mattress. The Labor Day sale, our biggest sale of the year, is in full swing right now. Come in and choose from the two world's best beds in Telebed and Tempur-Pedic. Get up to $1,500 off these beds. Up to five years, no interest financing, and no sales tax. 90-day sleep guarantee and 90-day price guarantee. Queen start at just $239. Special truckload latex mattresses only at My Mattress. The Labor Day sale. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? Cash Valley, the Utah Wood Stove Changeout Program opens up February 1st. If you want to change out your wood fireplace or stove and replace it with a gas appliance, Advanced Fireplace and Stove can help. Receive up to $3,800 towards your new gas stove or fireplace insert. Idaho has a changeout program too. Let the professionals at Advanced Fireplace and Stove take the chill out of winter with a new heat and glow insert or Vermont casting stove. Stop by their showroom or visit them at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson with you here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan, Jason Walker, on his way down to Woods Cross to call a uh, high school football game. So here's what's going on for high school football tonight. Uh, As mentioned, Logan at Woods Cross. That'll be on our sister station, KVNU, pregame at about 645 on KVNU. That's 102.1 FM, 610 AM. KVNU mobile app, kvnutalk.com. Streaming live, video streaming live on Cash Valley Daily. Uh, Logan is 2-1 and one on the year, and Woods Cross is 1-2. and two. Uh, They're both teams averaging about 23 points a game so far. Logan defensively only giving up about 14.5, while Woods Cross has been giving up 24. So uh, Woods Cross is in a higher division, higher classification. But this is going to be a good test for for Logan, as uh, they've they've played well to start out the year. Sometimes struggled to score points, but um, 
this this could be one that Logan could get. This would go a long way to help their RPI. So really interesting game uh, for the Grizzlies tonight against the Wildcats. Uh, Green Canyon, they're in North Logan, a home game for them, hosting Morgan. Uh, Morgan is a lower classification team. They're a 3A school, but they're very good. They're averaging 37 points a game and only giving up just barely a little over nine. A pretty broad spread. Now, they've already played Bear River, dominated that game. Um, Green Canyon, meanwhile, has has struggled to find offense, struggled mightily to find offense. They're only averaging just over six points a game, but giving up 27. And that's what's kind of surprising about Green Canyon, too, is that was a team that was supposed to have a strong defense. It was a team last year whose defense gave them a lot of opportunities a year ago to to still be in games. And so far, it's not working out. I know they've had some injuries to some key guys, and that's a major blow until you can kind of work around that and figure out the other options. But uh, it's not going to get any easier for Green Canyon tonight. Uh, that'll be on 100.9 Light FM. Our good friend Craig Hislop and John Russell, Full Court Press alum, uh, they'll be calling the game on 100.9 on the FM dial. Video streaming on CashValleyDaily.com. Opportunities to to listen to the audio there as well. Skyview will be here on the fan uh, later on this evening, pregame at 645 with Hurricane John Newbold and Rex Davis. Uh, Road trip for Skyview. They're at Mountain Ridge. Now, that's a relatively new school in the Harriman area. And Skyview, been, yeah, I mean, they've, they're one and two to start the year. Maybe a little bit surprising that they've, Struggle a little bit so far early on. Mountain Ridge, they're 3-0. and um, But those games haven't been total blowouts. They're, Mountain Ridge is averaging about 30.5 points per game and giving up just over 22. Skyview, meanwhile, scoring 21 but giving up 28.5. So that Skyview defense uh, will need to come up big for them, and that offense will need to... Uh, to find some mojo. They didn't really get any offense, at least not in the end zone last week until near the late tail end of their uh, football game. So uh, crossing fingers there that Skyview gets things rolling, but that'll be here on the fan and also video streaming on Cash Valley Daily. Mountain Crest uh, also on the road. Uh, they're going to be at Bonneville. That's a 5A school. Off to a strong start. The Lakers are scoring, on average, 32.6 points per game, but giving up about 13.3. They're undefeated so far. But Mountain Crest has been like kind of like Logan, one of those bright spots that was a little bit unexpected coming into the season at 2-1. and one. But uh, those Mountain Crest wins have been grinded out victories. Uh, Mountain Crest is only scoring, on average, 11.3 points per game, but giving up 10. So it's a very narrow margin of victory there when you look at the uh, points scored versus points given up for Mountain Crest. Uh, that defense will have to play a really big role of this Bonneville team that's averaging, like I said, over 32.5 points per game. Uh, that'll be on 107.7 uh, KLZX. Our good friends Jake Ellis and John Olson on that call. Video streaming on Cash Valley Daily from Bonneville uh, in that matchup. Uh, Ridgeline is at home uh, tonight. This game is in Millville. Uh, they're hosting Minico. This is an Idaho team in the uh, from Rupert. 
not too far away, but this is a Minico team that's only played two games. They've scored, on average, 32 points, given up 17 and a half. Uh, the Ridgeline team kind of struggling to find their offensive identity. They've had some they're trying to move players around to maximize their potential. Then they had an injury last week to really their star offensive player. So where else did they go to find some offensive rhythm for them? Uh, and then also that defense, uh, kind of surprising from them. Though they're only giving up about 20.6 per game, but uh, this is a big one for Ridgeline to try to get back on track here as they're 1-2 to start the season. And uh, that'll be on 104.5 The Ranch. Dave Simmons and the Patriot, Nick Zollinger, on the call. We'll have video streaming on CashValleyDaily.com. Last but not least from Region 11, a big rivalry here. That's why I wanted to save this one for the end. Bear River, 1-2 uh, and two on the year, averaging 27.3 points, giving up 32.3, facing their rival, Box Elder. And uh, Box Elder is 2-1, and one, but... They're scoring a lot of points in the games that they've played. They're averaging 37.3 points per game. So Bear River is giving up 32. Box Elder's scoring 37. Could be a lot of points scored for the Bees in this one. Uh, Bear River, uh, I, I like the direction that program is headed uh, early on. Uh, it's a home game for the Bears, so hoping for a positive outcome for them. Uh, as uh, this is a long historic rivalry. Clint Payne has been a, f- a part of a lot of these over the years. He'll be calling the play-by-play. Jardine Nesson, as a player, has been involved with these rivalries as well. That'll be a really fun broadcast tonight. Those guys definitely do it right. Uh, the best way to listen and to follow the game with the best uh, play-by-play uh, that's provided of the Bears is on 104.9 in Box Shoulder County. And uh, you can also uh, find it on the streaming options on CashValleyDaily.com. Not to be left out. Want to certainly mention you know, some of the other games that are going on in our area. Preston and Westside both have home games uh, tonight. Both hosting teams from Wyoming. Preston has struggled a little bit uh, to to find their offense, but they're hosting Star Valley tonight, and the Westside. Uh, in their their constant march of success that uh, hasn't let up after so many straight victories for them, hosting Lyman, Wyoming uh, tonight uh, after Westside beat up on Firth 22 to nothing last week. And that was a re- repeat of the state championship game, and Westside left no doubt who the true champion was last year and making a statement about who it's going to be for this year too. So a uh, busy night for high school football in the area. A lot of different streaming options for these schools and these games available on CashValleyDaily.com. You can go log on right now. Many of these games you'll be able to watch. Uh, I know it's hard to keep an eye on multiple games at once, but if you want to go back after the fact, uh, these games will be archived and available for you to watch uh, throughout the weekend and see how these uh, different schools uh, performed. A lot of road games uh, tonight with Logan, Skyview, Mountain Crest, uh, on the road, uh, Green Canyon, Ridgeline, and Bear River at home, and some really interesting matchups here. The final week of uh, of non-region play, and then uh, region play starts next Friday. And so uh, next week we'll have a, a look at kind of the surprises so far, and if we were to re-rank uh, Region 11 teams, how would they end up? 
uh, who would what would that ranking look like going into the start of region play? But uh, anyway, if you want to weigh in on that uh, or thoughts about the high school football uh, schedule on the uh, on the docket for tonight and how you can follow along these various different teams, feel free to text in 435-339-0321. Coming up next on the Full Court Press, some RPI numbers to reveal and to to get through. Some schools uh, getting some uh, really high scores. And the most recent RPI, the first RPI release of the fall season, who's on that and for which sport, we'll reveal that coming up on the other side of this timeout. Now, when the Napa Gold Filter Sale happens, that means it's time to stock up. And besides stocking up on filters, you can also get other things like a seafoam motor tune-up for a $6.99 a bottle. Or you get quantities, you know, maybe limited. Some items will sell out fast. But the Napa Gold Filter Sale is going on now through September 15th. And you can get a lot of other great deals that are available, like a lot of different uh, 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 discounts on oil as well. So yeah, go check it out. Preston to Providence, Napa Auto Parts. You got the multiple different stores uh, with a variety of different inventories available for you right now at Napa Auto Parts. Cash Valley is growing. If you're new to the area or here for school, you should pick up a free copy of the Best of Northern Utah magazine. That's where you'll find the area's top businesses voted on by our local community. Any service or product you might need, you'll find it in the Best of Northern Utah magazine. Pickup locations are throughout Cache Valley. For a location near you, visit bestofnorthernutah.com. Our local businesses are the heart of our community, so please support all of our business community by shopping local. Best of Northern Utah. Loveland Living Planet Aquarium takes us outside our everyday lives into a world of discovery. It's a chance to explore our innate curiosity. Discover animals from around the world and experience the all-new outdoor plaza and eco. More to explore at Loveland Living Planet Aquarium. Reserve your visit at thelivingplanet.com. Don't get caught without power after a windstorm or a major winter freeze. Golden Spike Electric offers Generac backup generators so you can be prepared and keep your home warm while avoiding frozen pipes. Golden Spike Electric is one of the largest Generac dealers around, so you know it'll be installed right. Whether you're a homeowner or an electrician, contact Golden Spike Electric to rest easy the next time the power goes out. Online at gsegenerators.com or call 435-257-3016. They also service other models. Have you thought about your furnace lately? Of course not. It's hot outside. Now's a great time to start thinking about replacing it or having it serviced for fall and winter. Advanced Heating and Air will help you get some of the industry's best rebates on a new high-efficient York furnace installed in your home. Or one of Advanced Heating and Air's service professionals can service your furnace for the upcoming winter season. Call today, 752-7272, or schedule a free estimate at advancedheating-ac.com. York. Install confidence. For more than a decade, Integrity Home Health and Hospice has been changing patient lives, outcomes, futures, and now we're changing our name. Integrity is now proud to be called Aegis Home Health and Hospice. Aegis. A-E-G-I-S. At Aegis, we're dedicated to compassion, character, and trust. We will ensure you experience the difference as we meet your home health and hospice needs. I'm Melissa Fieser. Our team promises to go above and beyond with compassion and care. Call us today, 435-723-9000, or find us online at myages.com. 
This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems, your home team when local matters. Valley Office Systems is your local provider for all things office, copiers, printers, furniture, and document management. Proudly serving Cache Valley since 2007. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson with you here on a Friday and Labor Day weekend. Ah, yes, and it's uh, it was so fun watching college football last night, seeing the highlights. Uh, it's a great, great time of the year. Uh, and there were some doozies of, of some games last night. Um, Oklahoma State, Central Michigan turned out to be a little bit more exciting with that late rally. And I know it was a little short, but... Central Michigan tried to make it interesting, but really the the fun one was at Pittsburgh, West Virginia. Um, that was a ton of fun. Uh, Purdue and Penn State turned out to be pretty wild. Um, so that was a fun night. College just I love this time of year. So fun. Penn State winning thirty five to thirty one last night. A um, couple of Mountain West schools in action last night as well. Uh, San Jose State barely gets by uh, uh, Portland State. Fresno State blows away Cal Poly, as they should. A busy slate tomorrow with Utah State taking on Alabama at 5.30 on the SEC Network. Pre-game coverage for us on the KVNU game day uh, starting at 4 with Al Lewis, Craig Hislop. Uh, it'll be simulcast here on the fan for a full, one hour and a, a full hour and a half. So doing what deserves to be done to highlight Utah State Athletics and uh, and a great football program. So uh, tune in. Have us along with you as you're going about doing your stuff on uh, on Saturday. Then the game will be on SEC Network. You can watch the game. And as soon as it's over, turn your radio on again, fire up the app, and uh, tune in as uh, we'll we'll break down what happened at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Uh, But there was... Getting back to high school sports, there was the the first RPI release of the season from the Utah High School Activities Association. Uh, Now, it was for uh, girls' soccer that was released earlier this week, just the other day. Now, football RPI will be released. uh, The first uh, RPI uh, release of the season will drop on September 12th. And for volleyball, that'll happen on September 9th. But for girls' soccer, Green Canyon coming in at number one, Ridgeline at number two. These are very close. Mountain Crest at number four. Skyview at number six. Uh, but Green Canyon is seven and one. Ridgeline is seven and one. Mountain Crest is five and three. Uh, interesting. Skyview is at three and four ahead of Snow Canyon. Who is five and three? Again, the RPI looks at who have you played. Not only what your record is, but what's the record of the teams that you've played. That matters. Uh, Bear River is at number eight with a three and four record. Logan at number ten with a record of two and six. And then Hurricane Dixie and Pineview 
round out the bottom three in uh, 4A. So nice showing there from uh, Region 11 for girls soccer. Green Canyon and Ridgeline at 7-1. and one. And uh, at number one and number two. Uh, Re- Green Canyon getting the edge in the RPI because of uh, the teams that they've played. Their opponent's winning percentage is uh, much better than Ridgeline, so that pushes them over the edge to get that number one spot. Uh, Mountain Crest coming in at number four, and uh, they've they've played a tough, uh, really one of the toughest. When you look at the opponent winning percentage of all teams in 4A, Mountain Crest has gone through the, the, the toughest non non-region or, or just toughest schedule so far of anybody, and that helps push them up to the number four spot in the latest RPI rankings for girls soccer. So congratulations to Green Canyon, Ridgeline, Mountain Crest, you know, three Region 11 schools in the top four. And then, as we said, there will be other RPIs released on September 9th for volleyball, September 12th for football. So uh, for football, you go through the full non-region schedule and then the the first game of region play for uh, for Region 11 and Region 10 as well. But you go through the, those first, uh, first five weeks of the schedule for high school football before they do the uh, their RPI rankings. And it changes you know week to week. For, for girls soccer and volleyball, there are multiple games during the week. So it's regularly being updated. Uh, but um, you know we'll continue to keep an eye on that, continue to update that. That'll be part of the, the scoreboards that we put out there and the updates from the RPI that get to get updated each week on Cash Valley Daily. We'll continue to keep uh, uh, keep you abreast of what's going on with these various rankings, how these teams are are, are doing. And, uh, and moving up or moving down on these lists because it's not about how you did in your region play. It's how you did overall, your entire body of work when it comes to seeding and rankings uh, for the postseason. And uh, everybody gets to go. Everybody gets to participate in the playoffs. But who your opponents are and if you get a, an opportunity for a first-round bye, you know, those, there's, some, there's some advantages there for sure. Uh, but... Uh, that's just getting started. Uh, it's just now started for girls' soccer. Uh, it'll start next week for volleyball and the week after that for uh, football. But uh, once again, in high school football tonight, Logan's at Woods Cross, Green Canyon at home against Morgan. The Skyview is at Mountain Ridge. That's in Harriman. Mountain Crest is at Bonneville. Uh, Ridge Line at home tonight uh, hosting Minico, team from Rupert, Idaho. And Bear River in the big rivalry against Box Elder. Uh, what is this, like the 102nd meeting between these two teams? Incredible, incredible rivalry. And the game is going to be in Garland, 104.9 the ranch. Uh, Clint Payne, Jardy Nesson, the best play-by-play duo, calling Bear River with great uh, history and experience, knowing how to call the game. Uh, and uh, links to listen and follow along on cashvalleydaily.com for really for all of these schools in Region 11 and be able to watch and follow these games. And uh, when the games are over, we'll have the replays up uh, on Cash Valley Daily later this evening, not long after the games go final, as you can go back and re-watch them and see the replays and the highlights of these games as they played out. Uh, not to be forgotten, but Preston hosting Star Valley tonight 
and trying to get back on track. Uh, they haven't been able to pick up a win just yet. Uh, hope, they're hoping they get their first one tonight. And Westside also holding a, hosting a team from Wyoming, Lyman, Wyoming, in town to take on the Pirates in uh, in Dayton. So a lot of football to be played in and around Cache Valley tonight. We'll continue to have updates on Cache Valley Daily and on our Twitter accounts as well as just keeping you up to date on what's going on. Uh, next hour, some more fallout about the Donovan Mitchell trade and uh, what's on the schedule for this weekend in college football as it Mitchell. gets underway. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The Cleveland Cavaliers surprised a lot of people last season. The team's record was bad enough to land them the number four pick overall in 2020. 2021 was a different story. Team won 44 games, made it into the play-in tournament. Cleveland struggled to stay competitive ever since LeBron left, but last season gave the fans a lot of hope. And after yesterday, Cavs fans' expectations for this year only grew. The team picked up three-time All-Star Donovan Mitchell for the Jazz. The Cavs sent Collins Sexton, three unprotected picks, two pick swaps, two more players in exchange. Maybe not a small price, but the addition of Mitchell gives the Cavs a 25-year-old all-star with playoff experience, and that will allow Cleveland to compete immediately and give them room to grow. For years, the Cavs have been mocked for their incompetence, but the roster now is good. Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, Darius Garland, Kevin Love, and now Mitchell playoff basketball. Maybe back in Cleveland. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.